this Wednesday before Holy Thursday. It's known as Spy Wednesday. Spy Wednesday because of the Gospel text that we have just read for today's Mass. In today's Mass, we have the account of Judas, the betrayer of Jesus Christ, going to the chief priests and asking them, what are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? And they, the chief priests, gave him 30 pieces of silver. And then, as from that time forward, he, he, Judas, looked for an opportunity to hand Jesus over. This is from St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 26, verses 14 through 25. So we're not even, like, bouncing between verses here. This is all one continuous flow in the story and the account and the history of our God, of his passion. So Judas is now a spy, having received money, 30 pieces of silver, to betray Jesus, and then he's attending the Last Supper, in which Jesus already knows that this is going to happen, fulfilling numerous prophecies in the process. And as he says towards the end of the text, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And then going down, all the disciples, excuse me, the apostles, though, uh, all 12 of them said, surely it's not I, surely it's not I. And then the one in which us, as the readers, know already who it is, Judas himself, he says to our Lord, surely it is not I, Rabbi. And then our Lord answers, you have said so. So you can kind of even see here, even though these prophecies were going to be fulfilled in this amazing, uh, well, rather not amazing, but sorrowful account of our Lord's passion, uh, we can see how our Lord is saying to him, you say it that way, but you already know what is the truth. When we think of what is happening uh, tomorrow, we're, we dive into then the rest of the gospel text as far as continuing with the Lord's Supper. And we have this preempt, pre uh, this pre-building up. I'm blanking on the words this morning. But anyways, building up to the moment of the Last Supper. We can see how there's already this great drama that's, that's happening for our Lord. And yet he's continuing to fulfill his mission, continuing to fulfill his amazing work of salvation, in which at the Last Supper, he institutes the Most Holy Eucharist and the priesthood of Jesus Christ. I think it's quite awesome for us as Catholics that we can see maybe a little bit of ourselves actually. You know, we don't like to associate ourselves with evil people, uh, people who have done great wrong, but I think there is something to be said that we can see a little bit of ourselves, hopefully not often, or if not just flat out rare, in the person of Judas. How many times have we done something wrong and then we come back to people that we've done the wrong to or about to do the wrong towards and then we um, kind of catch ourselves like, boy, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm still going to carry it out or I really want to carry it out. And here we have Judas who's done the worst of this kind of sin to the Word made flesh, to God himself. But what's great to reflect on with this is how Judas carried this out, meaning his, uh, after everything fell into place, where he did hand over our Lord to the authorities that led to his sentencing and then his crucifixion and his death on the cross. After all of that, uh, all that in, in the process that it was happening, how Judas reacted to it all in comparison to the person of St. Peter and how St. Peter when he himself said 
that he would never deny our Lord three times before the cock crowed how he did. He denied our Lord three times still. And he even had this amazing moment of gazing in our Lord's eyes just after he denied our Lord three times. And now he went away. St. Peter ran away in great grief and sorrow and tears, realizing what he had just done, that he had abandoned God. He denied God, even though he was even forewarned that this was going to happen. And we can see with, with Judas, as we hear later on in the Gospels, his reaction to what he had done was to hang himself, to take his own life. Whereas St. Peter's, his reaction was when Easter morning came about, he ran with the beloved disciples, St. John the Evangelist, to the empty tomb and ran into the tomb first to, to witness the great miracle of the resurrection. So you can see St. Peter, he went back to God. He, in fact, ran back to God for his mercy and to just be reconciled with our Lord once again. Whereas Judas did what we should never ever do as sinners, that we allow our emotions, our feelings to just so overwhelm us to the point that we think there is no hope and we're trapped, We rather we trap ourselves in despair. We go to no one and most especially to the one, to God, to help us get out of that, that dark place, that very evil spot for ourselves did the worst thing that any soul more or less could do by taking his own life. So as a juxtaposition between Judas with his sin that he committed and St. Peter with his sin that he committed, let's learn from these two men, these two apostles of our Lord. And let's not, if we catch ourselves being like a Judas where we do indeed plot some kind of evil and then we catch ourselves, or we're caught ourselves, but we still carry out or still have a great desire to carry out the evil, let's then convert our hearts and souls, cling to Mother Mary, just a desperate plea of prayer to Mother Mary in those moments, and our guardian angel to up his game for us, to, co to receive more of God's graces, that we may then convert to be like the prince of all the apostles, to be like Saint Peter, that we run back with Mother Mary's help, we run back to our Lord, knowing the great joy that comes from acknowledging our sins and being at one with him again. So as we dive into this sacred time that is the sacred triduum, beginning tomorrow, let's take a little more to heart what we can learn from both Judas and St. Peter today on this Spy Wednesday.